You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with John Benjamin Hickey. This podcast is supported by Jan Michalski Foundation. Uh, John Benjamin Hickey, welcome to the Creative Process. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yes, and I also, and I'm thinking about, you know, your notable roles, the normal heart, and then, and also, you know, to remember, you know, Terence McNally. Um, yeah, so you, yeah, and uh, I guess per, perhaps most notably, um, and love, valor, and compassion, and dealing with uh, not the same disease, but um, just speak a bit about it, like your first collaboration with Terence. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it's interesting that you bring up the um, understandable and inevitable correlation, mm-hmm. parallel between that virus that we that was a pandemic mm-hmm. that we uh, suffered through, and um, those of us lucky enough to have survived. Seeing this happening now, it, it's uh, it's surreal, you know, yeah. and and. The idea that we lost counts to um, this virus, it, you know, it really is, it's, it's, it's impossible to kind of uh, process it, mm. since we're still so at the very beginning of it. Uh, so it's hard to process the feelings of the, the, the horrible, terrible irony of it all. And, you know, I, uh, I know metaphorically they have a lot in common, these two uh, plagues mm. that we are now finding ourselves living through, but they also seem wildly different uh, to me, um, and that's just my uneducated take on on what what's happening right now. Uh, it just seems to be it seems to be so much more kind of random and I think kind of hideous mm. than, than what we went through then. Um, but here we are. And, and it's made me, and having lost Terrence, um, it's made me reflect on uh, on that time and that time in the theater and the, the kinds of writers who were writing plays that I was really attracted to were really addressing these issues. You know, as horrible as the disease was and is, I'm talking about the AIDS epidemic, mm. you know, out of that profoundly horrible calamity, there was great art born, and that's what happens in times of great distress, you know, uh, and, and out of that came these amazing plays, and listen, I, I'm thinking now, like, what will, what will happen to us, you know, well, if the theater stays shut down for a while, it's only going to make people hungrier for it when it does come back. And about how all we have is each other. And um, and so, it, it, you know, this, this play that was about such a terrible time and place had such extraordinary joy in it. And that's how I remember Terrence, is, you know, through it all, through all of the pain that he wrote through, he had such tremendous, tremendous joy and such a tremendous sense of humor as well. Um, so when I look back at that time and, and that play, mm-hmm. I, I think about I think about how much happiness 
it brought people to be able to laugh and cry through a play about what they were experiencing that was impossible to uh, to deal with. Yeah. If there's anything that we, God knows, God help us if we don't learn from mm-hmm. this, you know, that we, if we learn from this is that we have to have a, a federal plan in place mm-hmm. for when something like this strikes. Um, because this lack of preparation is, um, well, it's not only deeply, deeply embarrassing, it's, uh, it's deadly. It's deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's through times like this, like you mentioned, the young people you know, they, they figure out ways to express themselves and to connect with their fellow human beings. I mean, that's what's so essential about the theater, is, mm. is that it's the only thing left that is a that is a human-scaled experience. You know, it's not a movie. It's not a 40-foot wide screen. It's you sitting in an audience, me sitting in an audience, watching a person who's the same size as me. You know, we're all human-scaled. And that conspiracy that exists between two live performers and a live audience is uh, irreplaceable. You can't, you can't, you you, you can't, uh, you know, manufacture or reproduce that in some other format. There's only one way that exists. And I will, will be, I mean, can you imagine what it's like, what it will be like when we do come back mm-hmm. to the theater? It will be like an explosion. Favorite book or their favorite movie is, well, you immediately draw a blank. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know what my favorite movie is. I have 30 of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with popular music, with music mm-hmm. as well. You can think of, you can have a different favorite song every other week. So it required some homework on the part of the participants. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was also the fun of it. It's, it. People, everybody who would come on the show would be like, you know, when I got these, this list of questions from you, I was cursing you, but then I ended up having so much fun going back through my Rolodex of mm-hmm. my love of music and uh, and finding the songs that I like so much, you know, and playing them again. Uh, it was it was a really it was a really great way. It was a, but it was kind of a wonderfully indirect way to talk about art as well. Yeah, um, I you know I believe the the idea of storytelling will survive, will always survive, you know, the art of storytelling, which is what the theater is. And and in order but in order to survive, to have that luxury, you know, I think we have to we we have to get a better relationship going with our planet, don't we? Yeah. We have to something something is seriously out of balance, you know, something is seriously out of whack in, uh, in our mother, with our mother, mm-hmm. with the earth, and uh, I don't know what those answers are, I don't know, I know I could do more, you know, I, I know we could all, we all could do more, mm-hmm. but it's like conservation, you know, and, and how we, how we preserve our most precious gifts in order to have art mm-hmm. in order to in order to make art you know I think I think it feels like the younger generation are more aware I hope they are mm-hmm. I think you know my parents generation even my generation there was no such thing as recycling when I was a kid there was no such thing as a respect and a relationship 
with your natural environment. And, and I think young people today are furious about what's being left them, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like that's, that's going to um, influence and, and make an entirely different generation of artists. You know they're going to they're, they're going to have this global issue, you know, mm-hmm. to to um, to address, which is which is how do we make this place last? You know, it's it's a uh, it's a matter of survival. I don't know. I'm- we hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.